Hello and welcome to Happy Hour on the Fringe. My name is Raina Searles and I'm the Marketing Manager at Fringe Arts. In the wake of the global coronavirus pandemic, many of us, especially those in arts organizations, have had to reflect on ways to do our work despite dramatic social disruptions. One thing Fringe Arts is excited to continue doing is connecting our artists and community partners with all of you listening through this podcast. We're diving into how artists are responding to the pandemic, the intersection between art and public health, and how community partners are working to meet the specific needs of their constituents. You can learn more about what we're doing at Fringe Arts by visiting fringearts.com backslash COVID-19. And as always, enjoy our conversations with some of the most imaginative people on this plane of existence. Today, we're talking to Kitsy O'Neill, Executive Director of the Philadelphia School of Circus Arts. Developed into a full educational facility in 2008, the Philadelphia School of Circus Arts, or PSCA, offers circus classes for adults and children from ages three and up. And since the stay-at-home orders went into place, they have been offering virtual classes in juggling, conditioning, hula hoop, handstands, and much more. This June, as we have for the past two years, we would have been partnering with the Philadelphia School of Circus Arts and Circadium for our hand-to-hand circus festival, Midway event, which is one of our favorite parts of the festival. It's an outdoor free event for families and folks interested in circus of all ages. So while we're sad that we won't be able to do that together this year, we're so happy to able to at least connect remotely with Kitsy and to hear what the entire team has been up to during this time. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So our podcast is Happy Hour on the Fringe, and we always begin by asking, what is everybody drinking? I am uh, drinking my LaCroix. <laughs> um, I usually drink these all all day long <laughs> uh, until, you know, I can start happy hour at maybe around five today. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I feel like being hydrated is important, and we are taping this today at three o'clock, so we're almost there for the weekend happy hour. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a little bit of tea <laughs> to keep me warm. It's it's also a really rainy day on the day that we're recording. Um, I, I looked out the window and was surprised because it felt really sudden, but I also am home all the time, so any weather feels sudden at this point. I know what you mean. Well, I'm just having some glass of water as well, as it is officially pouring outside in West Philadelphia now, so... <laughs> So Kitsy, maybe you can start us off by just telling us, you know, what were the first couple weeks of quarantine like for your team? How have you all adjusted to this new reality, particularly during lockdown? Yeah. So, you know, we were, we had just began our uh, spring uh, term, which is, uh, we have about, it starts in March and goes until the end of May. And we do adult classes as well as uh, youth classes. And this is recreational circus. So anybody and everybody um, that's interested uh, and capable, they, you know, maybe come an hour a week to classes. Uh, some people do it as an artistic expression. Some people do it uh, uh, for exercise and as well as just kind of a community that we have uh, at the school. And so when, you know, we were kind of getting word, especially in like Montgomery County, uh, that certain things were uh, being shut down and happening, you know, we all were just kind of like, oh, what do we do? What, you know, uh, and especially being a really um, unique uh, art and gym program, it was, you know, we always kind of align with the, since we have children, 
uh, in the school with a lot of like the Philly school district. Uh, but then, you know, there's definitely times like when the Pope came and different things like that in the city that we are still uh, actually more active uh, since we're in that recreational uh, field. So, you know, with um, winter camps and summer camps and just different things like that. So it was just it really like it kind of became day by day. And then it was like minute by minute of being like, oh, and it, I mean, I'm sure everyone kind kind of felt this way of being like, uh, trying to make calls, trying to uh, not contradict yourself of being like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna wait till Friday <laughs> um, to kind of see uh, what we're being told or what we should do or whatnot. Um, and uh, so I think that uh, Friday um, was we decided we didn't we didn't have a lot of classes on Friday, so we decided to kind of that weekend, the weekend of like the March 13th, 15th, something right there, uh, to just not do our weekend classes because we have a lot of people in this space on um, Saturdays and Sundays, adults and youth, uh, as well as uh, we share this gorgeous church uh, in West Mount Airy with um, Circadium, which I'm also on the board of, uh, and that is a three-year three year, um, professional circus school. Uh, so you audition to uh, to take classes with them, and they're usually off on the weekends, but they're always training. They're just such hard workers. So, you know, we decided to just cancel all the classes and all the birthday parties and just kind of events and just kind of wait it out. And then by that, I think it was that Friday. That's when, or Saturdays, when you know the schools shut down and everything was was closed. Um, so it just kind of seemed abrupt, <laughs> and then it was you know, we're kind of going day by day and then it was week by week. And now it almost seems like we're month by month. <laughs> I mean, I'm already kind of thinking of being like, all right, uh, June is probably not happening <laughs> for anybody or, you know, it's really weird to kind of wrap your head around that. Um, and just trying to think of, uh, what July and August look like as well as, you know, uh, the fall, uh, what that might be. So yeah, it has been adapting and almost, uh, like I said, I'm sure so many people feel the same way, um, adapting. And then it's kind of like that, uh, commitment, like committing then of saying, okay, I'm going to kind of put this bag down and I'm going to focus my attention on this and, uh, or this kind of project of, you know, and at first it's, it's really hard in the, um, in the theater and the, especially the, um, performance performance meaning theater and, you know, physical performance and delivery, a uh, world where um, so much of what we do is in person. So much of what we do is using a very special equipment. Um, we do, you know, static trapeze, flying trapeze, things that are not at home, right? And then it's such a community-based uh, art form. And it's based on having an audience, you know, Um it it's the audience that makes the pieces. It's uh it's the people in your class that uh that give that give it the life that that it deserves and needs. And um so it's a very social thing, you know. So you know, a lot of our students were reaching out to us of being like, oh, this was my this is my happy place. Uh, this is the place that I go to as like my um and it's funny because it's in church, but it's a sanctuary. This is my safe space. Uh, 
that I can kind of work out and break a sweat and kind of go in because uh, there's there's this thing that happens um, when when doing something physical like circus where um, you can't think about like the thing that you said in the meeting or didn't say in a meeting or like regrets or anything. You just have to think about, I just have to keep holding on because I'm going to fall. And um, there's something very childlike in that. There's something that's uh, liberating in that because, um, yeah, it's it's meta. I don't know, you know, uh, of just you're just in that moment um, and you don't have to do that adult thing that you do, which is like, oh, yes, I got to remember to pick up milk on the way home and get gas because tomorrow I have to leave earlier. Whatever it is, like all those so many thoughts that are in your head all at once um, and tasks, you know? <laughs> it's funny. I, I've taken some aerial classes before and I, I know that exact sensation that you're talking about where um, I, I think like, especially when you're like overthinking, like how to get from one position to another. And it's kind of like, you just have to stop thinking and then you do it and it like takes a split second and it's like, oh, okay, that's how I got from here to there but I need to like shut off my brain for a second in order to make that happen. Um, and it sounds like it's also like a really good release. Um, and, and so I'm also curious, how did you make that shift to online classes and what has the reception been from students who have been engaging with you online? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So actually it was all on um, Adam Woolley, our director of program, um, he's just amazing. He has just kind of like this, uh, insight of things. And he was like, okay, well we should do online classes. And of course I'm like, well, we could do juggling, but it's like, you know, I'm like, Oh, what, uh, what does that look like? And, uh, yeah, you know, it was kind of weird. Um, and so, you know, I followed his lead definitely. And he was absolutely correct <laughs> in having this, this thing. Um, and so we decided to do, to use zoom as our platform, as a lot of people are, and, um, and we are doing adult and kids classes. And so the thing that's kind of fun about it, um, so I monitor a lot of the classes and that's just, you know, making sure if somebody's having problems, um, with technology or just anything else like that, that, uh, as well as, um, safety, if there's people who shouldn't be in there or, you know, whatever it may, may look like, um, that I can, uh, kind of help them out and that the teacher is just really focused on teaching. And, you know, at first we did some recordings and that way that people could kind of take a five minute video and be like, okay, this is how you kind of juggle. Um, and a lot of that, I think it was really great for some people in our community because uh, they could see their favorite teachers um, and they can watch it at any time. There's that. But, you know, especially with circus and theater, it's this idea of that it's live. And it's very real. <laughs> and so uh, it, it made more sense just to have live classes uh, where teachers and students could interact with each other. And what we're kind of finding as we go deeper in this kind of rabbit hole of online virtual classes is that um, the community is then the students in the class are interacting with each other. We're helping to facilitate that. And that's something that would organically happen in class where, you know, you have a teacher, you have a student, you have these things that they're doing and that they're learning. But then they're also kind of, especially in younger children, there's that parallel play. Um, in adults, there's just kind of that, you know, uh, 
you have that kind of social lubricant of being like, okay, we have a task to figure out how to get from point A to point B together or, you know, whatnot. We're working out, we're working hard, you're spotting me, whatever it may be. And then, you know, there's kind of like these little things that you learn about people and these, these connections that you're making, right? And I would say that a lot of the quarantine, what I hear and what I see and obviously experience very personally is that um, that's that thing of like those um, serendipitous, like spur of the moment connections that are just, they're small and they're little, but they're just kind of new connections. And there's just something that happens in your brain and in your, you know, spirit that kind of lights up when those things happen of being like, oh yeah, my dad was also in computers or I, you know, just really weird things like that, where you learn about other people or just, you know, just human connections. Um, and it could be very simple. Yeah. I think people are so yearning for that connection. You're so right. And like, how do we do that when so often that connection is physical or, you know, what I'm struggling with, as I know many people are, is that as amazing as technology is like Zoom, you know, thank goodness we're dealing with this in 2020 and not 1995, um, it's a certain lag, you know, and there are like weird glitches and you can't always understand each other. And so it can sometimes create this feeling of like, unexpected insecurity like oh did I interpret that right like maybe they just forgot to unmute themselves like what's going on so for me it makes me all the more eager you know to ultimately when it's safe to do so be back in public space with each other but until then I'm curious you know what you think the future for circus education more broadly might be like do you imagine are you, have you learned things from these digital classes that you think will continue to inform your pedagogy or do you think you'll pivot back as soon as you can? What What do you think? Oh, definitely. I mean, and I feel this like, um, you know, flip-flop every time of being like, there are things that are happening in these um, these classes. And again, you know, it's this thing of making it free um, and trying to reach as many people as we can so that it is something that's free that they you know, uh, can experience. One of the things that I find that I deal with a lot, and uh, we do this a lot in the office, is that a lot of people, when they call the circus school, they're asking permission. Um, They're asking permission to be a participant. They, you know, and they ask it in very, you know, different ways of being like, well, I've never done this before, so can I do it? And, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just kind of like our job is to say yes, come, you know, and you're allowed, you're allowed to play, um, especially adults. And, you know, the idea that uh, we have this new platform that people, um, it's very easy for them to access, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, coming on to the class, watching it. Um, I I see a lot uh, as I'm monitoring Um, I get to kind of what I call porch sit, you know, and Mm -hmm. I love that of just taking in these little tiny moments of things that I, that wouldn't be happening where it's like, there's kids and they're watching other kids, you know, um, I think it's hard as a teenager. I would hate to be a teenager right now. Um, because it's almost like you're walking through the world when you are on these, um, visual platforms of classes, whether they're Zoom or MindBody or, you know, um, Skype, where you're walking through the world um, holding up a mirror in front of your face as you're walking. Mm. So you're like, you're seeing yourself in real time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's very weird um, and can be like, oh, I'm watching myself talk and this is weird. Um, (laughs) and, uh, And the thing, though, that we can kind of tap into some things where... Uh, it wouldn't be possible in person, like clowning. 
um, it's really cool to kind of see yourself and play with yourself in the mirror. I mean, uh, and with other people in the class and that you're all equal, right? Hmm. Um, you're all the same kind of size <laughs> on the screen. Uh, the teacher can easily mute everyone. That really works, especially for like eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, really? <laughs> if they're kind of, yeah. And, you know, and uh, uh, to get it a uh, going, uh, you're in a comfortable space that's your home. Um, so there's that. So there's a lot of like really great things that have adapted from this, but the challenge is still there. Right. And we try to lean into creative problem solving. Right. And there are some really funny things and we can really say it of being like, yeah, how funny is it right now when you sing happy birthday that everybody is not in sync at all? at all, <laughs> no matter what platform, you know, and um, that can be kind of frustrating, but it can also be really hilarious, right? Um, and uh, so it's just like one of those things where uh, I think that moving forward, some of the things that we're looking at is that it's it's not going to be like when we, when we closed, that it was just like, okay, Friday, we made the announcement and then we're done. They're done. You know, we had on Thursday, we had a full, all these classes that ran and then we're done. And I think that it's going to be a mixture. And, you know, we will probably, uh, we're looking forward to that we're going to keep doing these free online classes and these moments and creating genuine um, connections and, um, you know, as well as like these lessons, right? And some of these, you can take it for what it's worth of, you know, Sometimes with Tightwire, we just did a thing about Tightwire, and it was taking chalk and drawing it on the ground um, and just trying to walk and balance and look at the her- like your end point, right? And there's something kind of um, uh, you, could, you could look at as an analogy of being like, you just have to put one foot in front of the other, and that's your only job. <laughs> and it's you're very safe. You're not going to fall. But it's just trying to keep your balance, right? And um, – and it's really fun with kids. They love that. And um, and it's kind of nice uh, to be reminded of the little things as adults right now as we kind of are, uh, like I said, almost examining ourselves uh, in these meetings because we see ourselves, right? Mm. Um, and so I think that when we really restart um, and it's safe to kind of open up, I think it's going to be, you know, like a slow open. I think that seems like it's the safest um, way mm-hmm. of doing it, right? Once we kind of get the green light, and um, we'll probably bring the cameras and the online classes into the space um, with some of these other people, and uh, really kind of have that mixture happen too, you know. Um, and and yeah, it's it's it, there's going to be some awkwardness, and I think it's finding the the safety and the humor and the awkwardness. There's a lot of things um, with our uh, with with <laughs> with circus anyway, or with like moving, like a physical movement mm-hmm. that is awkward, right? Um, sometimes your your butt kind of lands on top of your head, or you're kind of in like this <laughs> position, and you're like, oh, this is not pretty, <laughs> you know? And you can kind of um, either quickly adjust and adapt and, you know, like fix yourself or you can kind of hang out there for a little bit longer and make it a little bit where that discomfort becomes either humor or it becomes like a different kind of moment, right? 
Um, so yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting space to be, um, right now. And, uh, and, you know, we had this really great moment that I saw in one of our juggling classes and there are more of our teenagers and the teenagers, they're, they're amazing. Cause they, you know, they, I'm going to sound <laughs> really old. Okay. So here it goes. Um, <laughs> they just get like, um, how this online world works. Right. Um, and some of the things that they are capable of doing in Zoom, I'm like, how are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> um, or, or what are, where are they at? What are they doing? You know? And, um, we had this juggling class and there was some, some teens in there and, uh, you know, uh, it was really interesting cause, um, they, they were kind of communicating with each other. And later I got a, you know, just very civil or whatnot. And later I got an email from one of the mothers of the teen, it's a teen boy. And I was just like, Oh, thank you so much. Like he's, um, an only child. And, you know, and it was just kind of nice to have mm-hmm. this like play date, um, of sorts for our teenagers and meeting new people that in a safe kind of place, you know, and later, like a couple weeks later, he brought his grandfather <laughs> to the class and the grandfather was like in another, like he, there was palm trees wherever he was, you know, and it was just, it's just really amazing. These kind of moments that are happening and you get to kind of watch them and be a part of them. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's just really cool, <laughs> but it's hard. It is really hard. Cause it is this flat surface, yeah. right? Mm. Um, this two, two dimensional world and we're, um, and you know, and it can be really hard when a lot of people are just watching and then there are some people participating and then there are just some people who are watching and they're not like creepers or anything. They're just other kids and they're just kind of taking it in. And I think that we all, especially in this quarantine, we all kind of go through those phases. I know I do where I'm like, oh, I, I'm a big participant in life, um, but I have found myself just being like, I'm going to sit on my porch and I'm just going to watch my neighborhood <laughs> yeah. and just take it in. This is very soothing, you know, and the same with some of these classes of just, I mean, I get to be behind like a logo, right? Nobody really sees me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I get to kind of watch these classes and watch these people kind of interact and, you know, I mean, to go in a little bit of another kind of world, it's, there's something also validating about or reassuring maybe is the right word of for as long as we had said, you know, before all of this kind of happened of being like, oh, yeah, like, you know, virtual reality is going to take over real reality. You know, that fear of like people are just going to not go and, and see live arts or not. I mean, and it's I don't even know who's saying this, but you know what I mean? Like just that ch- chatter um, in media or anything else like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was, there it, it's there, yeah. And I think, like, we're seeing people now wanting to go back the other way. And it's, like, it's not even close, though, where I'm, like, actually, no, a lot of people are not, it's not that they're not doing well, but it's just kind of, like, there isn't a substitute. It's not a substitute. It's not a great substitute for it. Yeah, so, Kitsy, what can our listeners do to help support uh, PSCA to engage with you and, and keep circus alive. Yeah. So we are, um, even though we're on this big campus and everything, we are um, 
a, a small business. Uh, so, you know, uh, come to these classes and uh, we have um, that you can pay or, or, or Venmo or donate for the class. Um, and I keep telling people just to come to these come to these classes and participate. It's this idea of like our teachers have this knowledge, you know, and they want to share it and uh, they want to see people. It kind of opened doors and everything. And that is, you know, obviously we love um, having a career in the arts. And what is that going to look like in three months? What that's going to look like in a year? We don't, all of us don't really know. But um, of being an audience member and being a participant, you know, and uh, and if people are capable of, um, you know, throwing five bucks um, for the class or so, uh, that's great too. But you know, it's really um, seeing other people and seeing other human beings uh, in the class um, for our staff as well as um, other people, other students, you know, that are there. And a lot of the classes, our kids' classes, are about a half an hour long, so just enough time to kind of get in it. And then we also have uh, some of our other classes that are about an hour long. Um, so just enough time, especially if you're doing abs, <laughs> more than enough time <laughs> to kind of get through it. And, uh, you know, we're experimenting, too, with trying to get people to partner up in class and do, like, secret, like, handshakes, like, secret things of being, like, I see you. You're my partner, and I'm going to cheer you on when you're doing your abs if I finish before you kind of things. And, you know, creating these kind of relationships, you know. Um, but, you know, it's hard because you don't want to put – people on the spot it's it's similar to any um similar to anything of like of with audience members right there's part of us and i feel this too there's part of us that feel like when we want to go to a webinar or go to different things online that we just want to kind of zone out and listen you know and then there's other parts where we find ourselves like saying something out loud or reacting, you know, and, and getting kind of inspired or, or into it. And, um, it's just trying to create this platform that may be not up to us as human beings of how, you know, awesome, awesome we are <laughs> in advance of, uh, you know, kicking it up a notch of how can you manipulate Zoom, Skype, or these other things to kind of be a platform for both of those types of personalities and or moods right, that people have. Yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like you all have done an amazing job, Kitsy, and it's so generous that you're able to offer the classes, you know, in a sliding scale so people are able to do what works for them. So I really do encourage our listeners to check out those classes and participate, maybe even make some new friends, which is so needed in this time. Um, so thank you again for joining us on this episode of Happy Hour on the Fringe. Everyone who's listening can find Fringe Arts on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. And we encourage you to download the Fringe Arts app. And of course, visit our website, fringearts.com. To everybody on the call and to all our listeners out there at home, we encourage you to stay safe and stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.